0: Hello and welcome to the NCC More podcast. You know, our goal from this podcast is just to add a little bit more value and perspective to our Sunday morning messages. And so I hope today uh, that uh, there's a few things shared here that would just add on to what you were able to take away from last Sunday's message. And this past Sunday, we kicked off a brand new series entitled, Follow Me. Follow Me, the call that will change us all. The call that will change us all. And we're gonna spend five weeks really talking about discipleship. And we're doing this out of the definition of the word follow. We've taken five definitions for the word follow and we've broken that down. And each week, uh, uh, we've put that into Um, kind of an action step of following Jesus. And so uh, this past Sunday, we talked about our direction. Um, This Sunday, we're going to be talking about dominion. Then we'll talk about devotion, duplication, and desperation. These are five stages uh, that we work through in terms of becoming a disciple, a real follower of Christ. And, you know, follow me, that was... Uh, That was the term that Jesus used as he was calling his disciples to himself. And uh, that is the call that changed them, and that is also the call that changes us as well. And so uh, we say that it's the call that changes us all, but it's really even more than that. It's the call that continues to change us all. Um, And it's not just the call that continues to change us all. It's the call that continues to change us all all the time. Uh, This is not a one-time decision or a one-time call. And and so many times people can say, well, yeah, I decided to follow Jesus. And they use that in, in context of just their overall life. And what they're saying is they're saying, I believe in Jesus. I've confessed him as Lord and Savior. Um, I am a Christian uh, and I am following Jesus. Uh, so in the context of their of their overall life, it is true. But I believe that uh, it's not just important that we Follow Jesus. That we answer that call the first time that we become a follower, uh, or that we become a believer. Yeah, that is that is a very very important. However, we can't just be following Jesus overall in our life. We have to be following Jesus in every area of our life. That's what it looks like to be a disciple, not just to be a believer not just to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, but that every area of our life would begin to look like Christ. It would begin to emulate Christ. Um, and and we can't do that just by following overall. We have to allow Jesus to get into every single area of our life. Uh, and, and this is really where uh, the rubber meets the road, if you would. It, it is giving Jesus control of the areas that we don't want Jesus to have control over. Let me say that again. It's really us giving Jesus control over the areas that we don't really want Jesus to have control over. Now, I want Jesus to have control over my eternity. (laughs) I I, I want Jesus to open up the door for me and let me go to heaven. I want Jesus to have control over, over my future blessings, I want Jesus to have control over what I want him to have control over, but I don't maybe always want Jesus to have control over my attitude whenever I get angry. I don't want Jesus to have control over my words after I've been mistreated. I I don't want Jesus to have some things. I want him to have some other things, but I don't want him to have everything. We see the, the call that will change us all is the call of submitting to his lordship and leadership in every single area of our life. Now, I believe that it's possible for you to be following Jesus overall, uh, that you believe in Jesus, you're walking with Jesus, you you love Jesus, you're going to go to heaven, uh, but you're not following Jesus in every single area of your life. That's because this is all a part of process. It's not like I come into the family of God, and I confess Jesus Christ as Lord, and all of a sudden, every area of my life is completely conformed and transformed into his ultimate will and desire. No, it's all a process. So I don't say that to offend you or to make you angry. Um, I'm saying this out of my own life. This has been my journey. I gave Jesus my overall life Uh, over 22 years ago, I've been preaching the gospel for almost the entirety of that time. My overall life has been following Jesus, but even today, there are areas of my life that I am surrendering fresh and new to Jesus, because I am in the process to my progress. And that's the way we define discipleship here at North Point. It's our process to progress. I am in the process of being transformed. And so I'm continuing to progress down the road, because there are areas of my life, maybe that I wasn't aware of, maybe that I have resisted, maybe some things have 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 slipped in certain areas. But there are constantly things coming up where God is reminding me, "Hey, this area of your life needs attention. It needs to change," and uh, and and that's the beautiful part of the process to our progress. You know, I, I just want to give you um, a little mental picture uh, of this. And you know, Jesus tells the the parable. Uh, we call it the parable of the sower, and uh, you know, Jesus says that the 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 farmer was was sowing the seed and some seed fell on the hard ground some seed fell in the rocks some seed fell among the weeds and some seed fell in the fertile soil and he says the seed that fell on the hard ground the birds came and took it away immediately and the seed that fell in the rocks it it sprouted up quickly but it didn't have the root system it needed so it it withered in the sun the the seed that fell in the, the weeds, it, it grew up and it looked like everything was good, but eventually the weeds overtook it and choked it out and killed it. But the seed that fell in the fertile soil, it produced a big crop, big harvest. And then Jesus begins to explain that parable. And he says, the seed that fell on, on the hard place, is it, is it basically uh, it basically, by the time it even got into our heart, the devil came and he snatched that seed away the seed that fell into the rocks. He said, that's the seed that, that, that falls, uh, that falls into your heart. And it it just doesn't, the roots don't go down deep enough. And before you know it, there, there, there was passion, there was excitement, there was some enthusiasm, but before you know it, Oh man, just the, the pressure of life just wilts that away. And then there's the third, and that's the seed that fell among the weeds. And he says that that is a seed that takes root in your heart, and it begins to grow, and everything looks good. But all of a sudden, the cares of life, the cares of this world, these the things of the world begin to attack. The temptations of this world come, and they begin to choke the life out of that Plan, he says, then the seed that falls on the fertile soil, it's going to produce uh, a tremendous crop. It's going to be very fruitful. Now, here's what I believe. I I believe ultimately that once again, we can look overall, okay? Overall, where is your heart? Overall, is your heart hard? Is your heart full of rocks? Is your heart in the weeds? Or is your heart uh, really fertile soil that you can receive the word? You can confess Jesus. You want to believe. I, I, I see that we can see this in the overall aspect and say yeah my heart is fertile I, I want to receive the word of God I, I want my life to bear fruit okay that's fantastic but here's what i found is that my heart can be just like the field that Jesus described in my heart there can be an area of very fertile soil in my heart there can be there can be some hard places in my heart in my heart there can be a section of of rocky soil and in my heart there can be there can be some sections of the weeds and so it's all in my heart and so what i believe god is calling us to do is to say, hey, just be aware that there are some places in your heart uh, that are not as fertile as they need to be. And, and if you will allow me to come in and remove the rocks out of the rocky soil, let me pull the weeds out of the wheat. We can turn this thing into fertile soil. Let me bring the plow in to the hard ground. And if I bring my plow in, I can turn this heart into fertile. I can turn the hard places into fertile places but we're going to have to submit to a process. And I believe that's just a picture of all of our hearts. And that's why we we say that it's not just following Jesus overall. It's following Jesus in every single area because there are some places that have challenges And so we must submit to the process of beginning to move in this new direction of following uh, following Christ in every area of our life. And how do we do that? We do that one step at a time. One step at a time. Too many people look at everything that's wrong and they get overwhelmed. Just look at one thing at a time. One step at a time, now I was talking to somebody uh, just the other day who participated in a one hundred mile walk for uh, for ChristFit and a fundraiser and he walked one hundred miles with without stopping um, however many hours thirty six hours or something that it took to walk um, but one hundred miles. And he said, as he was getting to the end, he had walked 95 miles. His feet were blistered and his legs were swollen. And, and and he said, he was five miles away. He said, now you've walked 95, you're five miles away. And he said, there was somebody cheering them on. And they said, you only have five miles to go, five miles to go. And he said, the person that he was walking with had had done some of these long events before. This was the first one that this guy had ever done. And he said, Don't listen to them. And he said he was shocked because the guy was like speaking with very, very much authority and he's do not listen to them. And and he said he, he understood in a moment what the guy was saying was if you listen to them and you think about the five miles you have to go, you will quit. Only think about your next step. You're in too much pain. There's way too much discomfort. You can't think about walking five miles. More miles. That that is too far for you to think about. You will quit if you think about five miles. But if you just think about the next step, and I think that's such a great illustration for us dealing with life, if we have to think about all the things that we need to fix, all the things that need to be made right, all of the things that we need. If we think about all that, oh my goodness, it will be overwhelming. We we will get paralyzed because we won't be able to move forward. But if you just take one step. One step in the right direction. One step in the right direction. You see, we, we all have a destination in mind, but it's the direction that we need to find. And we all have a destination. We all know, man, this is what I would like to be. This is what I would like my family to look like. This is, this is, this is who I want to be in the future. We have that destination in mind, but it's the direction that we need to find. How do you find that direction? How do you get on that path? You do it by taking the first step. Take the first step. And like I said, Sunday, it seems so insignificant. I mean, really just one step, just, just deal with one issue, just one thing. Is that, is that what you're telling me? That seems so small, uh, that, that, that seems so insignificant. The only way to big transformation is starting with one small step. It's the only way you get there. I wish everything could be made right in a day. It's not going to happen. One small step today can take you to a completely transformed life in your future. And when you begin to walk this direction on Sunday, I, I gave you some directions for your direction. And, and if you if you weren't here Sunday and you missed it, I encourage you. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to our podcast from Sunday. I gave you some direction for your direction, and and I I, I hit a, a few things there, and I, I said you you're going to make mistakes, correct it. You're going to encounter disappointment, overcome it. You're going to face opposition, fight it. You're going to lose focus, reset it. You're going to meet weariness, outlast it, and then finally you will experience victory. So enjoy it. You can enjoy the journey. You can enjoy the process. You can enjoy. The call of Jesus to follow me. you can enjoy the entire journey man I wish i I wish my journey was uh just smooth and always trending up and to the right i I wish that it was just a smooth climb. I wish that I hadn't made mistakes. I I wish that uh, I wouldn't have had to fight through some of the things that I've had to fight through. I I wish that I would have never experienced some of the disappointments. Man, it would just be great if it was just a a smooth ride, just an escalator all the way to the top. However, that's not how it works. And, And in this direction, as you begin to take these steps one step at a time in this call to discipleship, submitting to the process, to your progress, you're going to make mistakes. You are going to be disappointed. Opposition that you were expecting and opposition that you were not expecting are going to show up. Along the way, you are going to lose focus no matter how focused and excited you are at the beginning of your journey. You will lose focus. And no matter how tough you are, you're going to get tired. You are going to get weary. This is a fight. It is a long race. It, it, this is a long journey. and That's why Jesus said you need to count the cost in the beginning because it's not easy. I love I love what uh, I, I hear from a lot of leadership teachers. I said, if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy to be a millionaire, everybody would do it. If it was easy to, to, to build a company, everybody would do it. If it was easy to build a church, every church would be building. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And if it was easy to fight a good fight, and if it was easy to run in such a way as to win, Everybody would be fighting a good fight and everybody would be winning their race. But we know that is not the way it goes because we get weary and we get tired. But I've got good news for you. You will experience victory. So you need to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. The scripture says that God works all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And do you realize that is my favorite scripture, Romans eight twenty It is my favorite scripture because I know that he can take the mistakes of my past and cause them to work out for my good. He can take the disappointments of my present and cause them to work out for my good. He can cause the opposition that is standing in front of me, that is mocking me and taunting me and tempting me. He can cause that to work out for my good. He can cause even my loss of focus to work out for my good because when I begin to reset my focus, He can even take me deeper and higher than I ever ever thought possible. God can cause everything to work out for my good because when I'm weary, I find that that is when He is the strongest in me. Every single step along the journey, we get to experience victory. So just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey because it's all working for your good. Isn't that a beautiful thing that Jesus says, come and follow me. Come and follow me. And along the way, I'm going to make sure that you are taken care of. Along the way, I'm going to be your protector and your provider. Along the way, I will be, I will be sure that you have everything that you need for this journey. Friends, let me tell you, it is a it is a wonderful journey. It is a wonderful process. It is the only way for us to experience the progress in our spiritual life that we need committing to the call of discipleship and truly it is the call that will change us all. So let me just encourage you today, begin to move in that direction. Just just take a step in that direction in 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 some area of your life maybe you got some fertile soil, you've been following, things are good in certain areas, but maybe there's an area of your life and you know, even right now, as I'm talking, you're like, oh man, that's it. That's the area of my life. I need to take a step. I, I, I need to take a step. I need to take a step in that, in that area of my life. There, there are things in my life that are, that are hidden that nobody knows about. I need to get those things out. I, I, need, to, I need to share that with somebody. I, I need to put the word of God into practice. And in, in the book of James, where it says, confess your sins one to another, that you might be healed. There's only a certain amount of healing that can come in confession. And so there's something hidden in your heart. And you know right now, man, I've got to get that out. I've got to surrender that part of my life to God. And you know, that's the step that you need to take. Maybe today it's forgiving somebody. It's just been so long, and it's so much built up in there, so much hurt, so much pain, so much resentment, but you know right now, oh no, you do everything else, you got other things in your life really working good you i mean you you are generous with your with your time, you're generous with your money you you serve at church, you do all these things, but there's there's just one area with this one person, and you know right now you're like, that's me, that's me, I've got to take one step, one step towards forgiving that person. I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what area of your heart it might be, but I just want to encourage you, take that one step today. One step in the right direction today can lead to ultimate transformation in your life tomorrow. Hey, thank you so much once again for joining us for this NCC More podcast. I, I hope that you continue to follow along with this series, Follow Me, as we continue just to add a little bit extra, a few reminders, a little more information, a little more revelation, just to help you along your journey, to help you become the disciple that Jesus died for you to be. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you in church on Sunday and right back here on the podcast. God bless you.